Welcome to the Fantastic Magic Center. I'm Kent Cummins, and I'm going to share the real secrets of magic. Last week, we talked about tigers, including the story of how my daughter, Carolyn Kim Cummins, got crapped on by a tiger during a magic show. If you missed that episode, you want to go back and listen to it. I promise you. It's one of those great stories of magic. And one of my favorite great stories of magic involves IBM. It was the other IBM, not the International Brotherhood of Magicians, but the International Business Machines. It was 1987. And what made me think about that today is that I was having a visit with my son, Kevin, and he talked about the fact that he loved big ideas, and that's capital B, capital I, big ideas. We were specifically talking about the fact that I have a small, fantastic magic center here in Georgetown, Texas, but a bigger idea was a bigger museum called the Texas Magic Center. We'll talk more about that as the weeks go on, but it made me think of the thing that I did for IBM. In many ways, this story actually begins with the Scott Magic Company. I have probably told you a little bit about the Scott Magic Company in previous episodes. When I moved back to Austin in 1976, it was the only magic store in Austin, and it included the great Scott and Judy, who were the dominant magicians in the marketplace, and they were pretty much running the IBM Ring 60 and the Junior Ring of magicians, and they were teaching magic classes. They were uh, everywhere in Austin, and a huge part of why the Austin magic scene has been so wonderful for so many years. Of course, we became friends, and they would frequently recommend me for various things. In this particular case, they recommended me because IBM wanted to rent a giant top hat. So IBM representative looked in the yellow pages, yes, that's how long ago it was, under magician supplies, found the Scott Magic Company, called them and asked them if they had a giant top hat that they could rent. And they did not, but they referred their friend Kent Cummins because they knew that I had a giant top hat illusion and that I might be willing to rent that out. Now that you know that, we can continue with the story. The phone rings, Magic Hotline, this is Kent, and it was the person from IBM saying, we've been told that you might have a giant top hat that we could rent. And I said, why, yes, I do. Uh, I have a giant top hat illusion, but the hat comes apart into two pieces for packing, and those two pieces are frequently used for magic-themed events. Yes, I do sometimes rent them. It's $25 a day. I think that's what it was back then. I know it wasn't a whole lot. When do you need them? And they told me they needed them for quite a few days. It was going to be a couple hundred dollars probably. And I said, well, that's fine. We can work that out. Uh, Why do you need a giant top hat? And they said, well, our United Way campaign this year is themed the magic of giving. And so we thought it would be fun to have a giant top hat in the office. And I said, yes, that would be fun. Who is helping you? implement the theme for the magic of giving. And there's this silence, and it was a silence that I enjoyed because throughout my career, it meant that people 
hadn't really thought about what it is that I frequently did for a living, and it gave me an excellent sales opportunity. And they said, well, nobody really, what do you mean? And I said, well, I help lots of organizations use magic as a theme. I've been a magician almost all my life, so this is something I enjoy doing. If you'd like, I can come to your next planning meeting, and I'm sure I'll have some ideas you can use. You may even decide to hire me, who knows? But there's no obligation for my uh, just going to the meeting. And they agreed that would be good, that they could actually use some help. You know, the interesting thing about corporate events like this is that most corporations don't have a special events department. Somebody just gets stuck with, hey, you need to find entertainment for our banquet, or hey, you need to uh, find some way to do some magic stuff for our United Way campaign, or hey, whatever it may happen to be. And that was the case here. Wonderful executive person, but uh, she didn't have any expertise in magic, of course. And so I did go to the meeting, and I suggested lots of things, and it turned into a major project. In fact, they wanted me to do so many things for the campaign, and they were asking me, well, what would you charge to teach a magic class? Well, what would you charge for a show? What would you charge to teach our uh, main executive how to do some magic? What would you... And there was so much of it, I said, hey, let's just set up a consulting contract, and I will charge you so much per hour. It was probably $50 back then. I'll just charge you so much per hour. You can pay that plus whatever expenses, and that'll be fine. We signed the contract, and it was the first time in my career where one magic gig earned more than $5,000. And I did that at probably about 50 bucks an hour because I wound up doing everything for them. I went to D. Robinson Company, the wholesale magic company, and they had magic books that you could buy for beginners. And I got a bunch of those books and put the United Way campaign, Discover the Magic of Giving, on the back of them. I went to my friend Louis Berkey at the Fun and Magic Shop. He is king of the wooden nickels. And I know we have an episode about him farther back in this podcast. I got wooden nickels with the IBM logo and the Discover the Magic of Giving. And I should tell you something about this logo. It was a top hat with confetti coming out of it, which looked very, very cool. And it looked so cool that I wished I could do that. And so I went to a company that specialized in technical props for magicians and tech stuff and confetti cannons and flash pots and those kinds of things asked them if they could create a confetti cannon that fit inside a top hat, and they did. And so I was able to bring that logo to life anytime I did a show for them, anytime I performed. And I still use that confetti top hat today when I want a spectacular ending to a show or something like that. So discover the magic of giving. And yes, I taught the CEO, I'm not sure that's the right word, whoever the manager was of the Austin campus of IBM, it's a pretty large campus. I taught him how to do the six bill repeat with special patter that I wrote so that the patter talked about how when you give money to the United Way, it becomes more and more valuable and all the different ways that that money would be spent. 
it was a very natural way to do. And I used the simple six bill repeat that had pocket bills. For those of you that are not magicians, just trust me, I made it easy to do. Oh, some of you are not magicians. So I should actually tell you what the six bill repeat trick is. You show six dollar bills, one, two, three, four, five, six, and you take away one, two, three, and then when you count them, you still have one, two, three, four, five, six, and you do this about five times, as a matter of fact, and so it gets to be a running gag, and yet it's also amazing. And for the United Way campaign, you say, let's say that we donated one, two, three thousand dollars for the Boy Scouts of America. But that brings back so much to our community that we still have one, two, three, four, five, six. And that's the, the general idea of the six bill repeat. And I taught that to him and he performed it very well, if I do say so myself. And I do. There was one show we did where I magically produced him from an empty bag, a gold lame with black inside bag that I showed empty, lifted it up. And when I lowered it, there he was. Ta-da! And I taught magic classes to a lot of the employees' kids on a Sunday afternoon one time. I did elaborate magic shows, Las Vegas-style magic by the fantastic Kent Cummins to introduce some of their big meetings where they were talking about their United Way campaign. It was just, I can't even remember all the things that I did was so involved with that particular campaign. The results of having this big idea paid for themselves. The United Way campaign for the first time received more than one million dollars from IBM. And why? Because people love magic. So usually when you're asking people, would you please donate? Would you please donate? You know, they're reluctant and they know they have to, but they resent it. But in this case, everything was done with magic, and it was so much fun. And people were much more excited about going to the events, and people were therefore more generous when they were giving to the United Way. So I consider that an example of a big idea, capital B, capital I, because they wanted to rent a giant top hat and wound up creating a mammoth magical event that uh, made me a lot of money but also made the United Way a lot of money and made their entire campaign very successful. A smaller example of making something into a big event would be a birthday party show. I was called by my agent, Nancy Fly, at the time, and she said, Kent, I've got a birthday party for you in Comfort, Texas, and uh, the fee is $500. Well, back then, I think I was getting at the most $200 for a birthday party, and most of the local magicians were getting 100 or 125 or 150. It it just it was it, it was last century literally, and that was just an awful lot of money for a birthday party show. I certainly agreed to do the show, but I didn't feel that my birthday party show really warranted a $500 fee. And so that's when I hired a couple uh, teenagers and rented costumes that were in theme for the party. And I think I mentioned this uh, a couple of weeks ago when I talked about costume characters. I got a really nice magic set for the birthday boy. In other words, I did enough things that I felt like the party was really worth being paid 500 As a result, I got paid. 
and they gave me a $370 tip. I mean, it just, it, it was crazy, but that's what happens when you think big. And I would often use that idea when someone called wanting a magician for their trade show booth, instead of just providing a guy standing there doing magic tricks, I would suggest they use magic as a theme and they would have special handouts like magical card tricks or decks of cards with special magic uh, routines. And I've created magic logos for lots of different companies. I remember one in particular for Gaddy Town, which had a logo that just adapted well to putting a top hat in it. And one time we did a program for Dell computers. It turns out that the E in their Dell logo looked a lot like a typical optical illusion. And so we changed that. It was easier to make a living as a magician if I were to think big. And in some ways, that all came together when I got an email from a dear friend of mine who said, Kent, I'm wondering if you could do a very expensive magic show. Now, the magic show that they were talking about would probably have cost $500, but they wanted to spend, I don't know, $5,000. It was an interesting situation where they had a client who was in a home for people, adults with uh, intellectual disabilities, and if he had too much money in his bank account, he wouldn't qualify to be there, but he had accumulated enough money that they were concerned about it and they needed a way to spend the money that would be legitimate. And this young man loved magic. As a matter of fact, uh, my friend and partner, Peter the Adequate, had been to this location before and done a magic show for this particular client. And so what we wanted was to be able to do a magic show that would be worth, instead of $500, $5,000. And how do you do that? by turning it into an entire day of magic. And we created customized coloring sheets and a crossword puzzle and decorations and flags and souvenirs. And we made the show much bigger than just a magician and maybe his assistant. We had two magicians and three assistants and special music and everything that we could think of to make it big with a capital B. My wife, Margot, who is a bookkeeper by trade, said one time, good grief, Kent, you take something simple like a, a little birthday party magic show and you turn it into a three ring circus. Yes, I do. And for me, that's made magic a big deal and a lot of fun. I'm Kent Cummins. Join us next time for more tales from the Fantastic Magic Center. And if you'd like even more information, well, join us on our website, fantasticmagiccenter.com. Kent cannot preserve the secret legacy of magic without your support. Start today by going to fantasticmagiccenter.com and clicking the red Join Our Patreon button.